of the Things I Wish I Knew About Money podcast. I'm your host, Camille Smith. Welcome, folks. It is episode 113. Why? So um, as you see, still on this new um, computer. So this is going to be a premiere because I can't do lives with this computer um gotta love mercury retrograde even though it's done we're in the post shadow so i'm praying that things aren't going to go hectic still but um you know my 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 car is back so that that's one good thing yeah but i'm still waiting for my laptop but before we start episode 113 once again I got these calendars. Uh, make sure you guys subscribe, uh, comment, and all that great stuff. I I must say the last two episodes were the who the comments were amazing. Um, I was really really vulnerable in episode one eleven, and I'm thankful for a lot of folks that didn't judge me and are encouraged me to, you know, push through and, and have this be my year, you know, and, and Ryan, um, having an amazing episode, just talking about his journey. I absolutely loved it. The, the amount of people that came through was amazing. So this week, I just wanted to once again, tell y'all that, if you want to talk about your journey, um, your personal finance journey, please um, message me. I'm, I want to hear your story and all that good stuff. I think that is the way I want to lead things and also still educating you, uh, ladies and gentlemen. And one thing I wanted to talk about today, um, I believe I found out about this the last week of December, but things were happening and I I wanted to share it with y'all I wrote down notes (laughs) just trying to be prepared and everything um this is for individuals that are lower income renters so let me let me look right into the camera if uno make more than what because there is there is some criteria that you have to reach listen if you make more than $35,000 as a family, I don't want you to come and ask me, Camille, can I, can I apply for this? No, you're not low-income renters, okay? If you're making six figures, no, <laughs> you can't apply for this. I know you've seen it in your CRA account, but no, please be mindful of who, these, um, who this is, is for. Um, so it is a Canada housing benefit and 
as we know, inflation is a killer. Um, I think I'm going to talk about the the $37 chicken <laughs> that I seen. I don't even know if it was no frills or if it was love laws, but fine. They want to sell $37 chicken, but who's really buying that? I heard about the eggs. Um, and I, I know a lot of you are, are really stressing about this inflation and how to manage it. And we will, you know, in the coming weeks, I will have people come on and talk about that because it's 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 tricky. But I, I would love to hear different uh, people's journey on how they're managing with inflation and, and dealing with it. So I, I've talked about my theory. Um, I'd love to hear others. So please, folks, if. If anyone, just just come true. <laughs> but I digress. Uh, this is about the Canada housing benefit. So anyone, so there's there's a couple things that they're talking about. Obviously, the high cost of living has been making it very challenging for for things to be affordable. I I know the property tax has gone up about five percent or five point six five percent which is really going to be um, making people worried as well especially renters because you know once landlord has that expense increase they trickle it down to the renters right so if you're a low-income individual these are the things that you can to see if you're eligible to be able to um, get the $500 top up. And fun fact, it is tax free. Um, so you're not gonna pay nothing. Well, um, I shouldn't say that. Sorry. This is a credit that will be showing if it's a if it's a benefit, it may show on the tax, um, your taxes, but it's it's not going to be taxed or anything. That's that's what I mean. <laughs> so don't try to come at me next year and stuff. Okay. So it's a one-time payment. So I don't want others to try to reapply and everything. That was another issue that people had with CERB, that they were applying from different places and were getting into trouble. That's another story. I'm not even going to talk about CRA. Hmm. But however, so you have to at least be 15 years of age on December 1st of 2022. You also have to be a resident in Canada in 2022 for tax purposes. You also need to have filed your taxes in 2021. So that's those are a couple of things. Um, you have an adjusted family net income of $20,000 or less. If you're an individual, just by yourself, or $35,000 or less for families. And that's like, obviously like two people family right um paid at least 30 percent of their 2021 adjusted family net income on rent for their personal or sorry principal residence in 2022 calendar year um so that means okay so i'm gonna break it down so if you made less than twenty thousand, or let's say you made twenty thousand and your rent was 6000 
or more or let's say $500 a month, then you're able to apply for this. Say you're, you have 35,000 or less for families, you are, you spent at least $10,500 uh, a year or $875 a month. I know some people are going to hear this and say, where you get that rent from? Listen, listen, some people have that type of rent. I'm not going to say the, especially if you, I'm not going to say subletting, but if you are in a household where there's more than one um, tenants, then yes, you're going to see these type of payments. And I mean, it's ideal for some folks, right? And also you have to be able to provide, you're going to have to be able to provide your address and landlord's contact information because obviously the government's not going to give you things and not do a follow-up. Will they do a follow-up right now? Um, maybe not, but just be mindful that they are going to follow up to see if you if you actually, they're going to review the information that you provided to see if you actually can apply. Um, I did hear in the news that CRA workers are thinking of going on strike due to wages and stuff. Like I said, I'm not, I want to rant about CRA, but I'm not. <laughs> um, so be mindful about that. There's probably going to be um, the review period may take a longer time, but you have until March, what is it March 31st, I believe? Oh, no, 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 sorry. The application window will be open approximately for 90 days. So from December 12th, oh, oh, my birthday. Um, if you had gotten it, if you saw it before and you applied, then awesome until March 15th of this year. So if you haven't applied yet, then apply. If what I just talked about um, is ideal with you, and and I'm I'm really stressing it not to apply just to see if you can get it because if you get the five hundred dollars and you blow it away with something and they come to you maybe six months down the road asking for your money back, you're gonna be really pissed, aren't you? Um, I have individuals that are dealing with the CERB repayment. And honestly, um, I'm stressed for them because there are some individuals that have a high amount that they have to pay back. So I wouldn't want the same thing to happen with this, even though it's $500, fine. But folks, let's be mindful about all these things. And that is one thing I just wanted to let you all know about. And then also, I've come to realize that the I've, I've been having discussions about like tax-free savings and the RSPs, and um, I think it would be ha a healthier discussion if I had someone else on it as well to see like you know, whether they like it, but I can refresh. In my personal opinion, remember, this is for educational purposes only. If you are trying to decide whether you should get, 
if you should contribute to your RSP or if you should contribute to your tax-free savings. Um, be mindful of how much money you make. I think anyone that makes $50,000 and more absolutely should look towards putting money into their RSP so they can lower their taxable income. Um, but if you're making less than 50000 you should look towards um, putting money into your tax-free savings just because it, it makes more sense. And remember, both RSPs and um, tax-free savings, there is a contribution room, and you can check that on your CRA account, and you'll be able to know how much um, room you have to put money in. Uh, the only difference is with the tax-free savings is before it was 6000 6000 This year it's 6500 Yes. So um, I believe I mentioned that in the first episode of, of 2022 or 2023. So if you were to split that in 12 months, as long as you're saving or putting $541, and 66 cents into your tax free savings, you'll be able to make the 6,500. Or you could just put it all at once or whatnot, um, whatever floats your boat. And with the RSPs, it's based on 18% of your um, income tax from the previous year, but the cap is, I believe, 32,000 and I can reconfirm because I did see that earlier. So yeah, um, what I'll do is I will post, I'll put that in the show notes of the information. And then I'll also remind you if you haven't opened up a savings account, I do have a link with Simply or Tangerine for you to um, start opening up a savings account because this year, like I mentioned with inflation, you wanna really be persistent on paying yourself first and building up emergency fund. I will stress that until I'm blue in my face. Make sure you have an emergency fund because when shit hits the fan, you will be very um, happy that you had that fund so you'd be able to help yourself when, when times are, when you're in need of time or <laughs> when times of need financially, you're able to save your ass because you have an emergency fund. And once again, emergency fund is not for when, oh, I broke my nail, I got to go get a manicure or pedicure. No, it's when shit hits the fan, <laughs> aka laptop bus, car bus, and everything, right? Um, or, or other things. And yeah, that, that's what I want to say. And I am going to make, I, I am going to make more content with, um, IG. I know I said I was going to do it. If you saw that post, my reel, it really took very long to do, but I, I have time kind of today to, to do that. Um, so yeah. And I don't have, I think that's the, the end of this episode. This is going to be a short episode because I just wanted to give you that. And 
yeah so once again if you are a low income renter um please take in consideration of this one time top up um it will help you um get on your feet we will be discussing about inflation and recession and and the cost of living um but i do want to have someone else on uh just to have a healthy conversation and other you know feed off others to see how they've been holding up and also with your tax free savings and your rsps you want to be mindful about that you have up to if you're 18 and older when they started it in 2009 um you would have about 88,000 i'm hoping i'm hoping and praying that most people have and i'm going to be realistic if you see more than 40,000 as your room you've been missing out on so many things that you could do and remember with a tax free savings and a RSP you can put anything in it you could put cash you could put stocks you could put ETFs uh GICs uh right now the GICs are looking sexy um you probably want to take into consideration on getting a GIC if you want i i would say one for a year should be okay because listen once the economy gets back better or it gets better sorry um the interest rates will start going back down guarantee how much i'm not sure but why um why not secure you know like 5% i've seen 4% to 5% and that's not bad so take that into consideration i'm hoping the folks in america <laughs> um with your roth ira and your 401k i hope they're doing the same thing over there um and also So yeah, for your tax free savings, this is for the folks that only have cash in. Please take in consideration of not only having cash in your tax free savings and having other things. And I'm I you know what? I'm going to have a refresher for it. Um I just like to have um a discussion with someone about how they feel about RSPs and and tax free savings. I I did I was having a discussion with Andre and others in the Flip and Floss uh discussion. They really don't like RSPs, but like I said, as of late where I've been working, I've seen how valuable it is. Like instead of just having like if you're concerned about your RSPs, then put more money in your tax-free savings because you ideally will be able to take take it out. whatever you want but you have to be mindful about the contribution room. So that's just something to think about. And yeah, um that is all folks. It is I think a lovely Saturday. I actually don't know. It's probably it's been very cold as of late. Um but you know, check on your friends that are strong. Um start having discussions with your family about personal finance and try to help figure out how you guys can create generational wealth and all that good stuff and make sure you like subscribe 
and, and all that good things because I just want to keep giving you guys knowledge and, and facts and tips about personal finance. And until next time, folks, blessings, blessings, blessings. Whoop. Of course, boom. She's a most so link the flip boss, watch the result flash, and watch your life change, and feel a better cause. You have a business or a plan and want to make it, yeah, flip and floss, are they want to manifest it, yeah, and if you want to better manage all your credit, call the boss, flip and floss, no doubt, then we do it, yeah, flip and floss, money literacy boss, yeah, greatness in our blood because we're working for your cause, mm -hmm. flip and floss, money literacy boss, yeah, boots up your knowledge for your minimal cost, hey, yeah, flip and floss, money literacy boss, greatness in our blood because we're working for your cause, mm -hmm. flip and floss, Money literacy boss, yeah. Up, up your knowledge for your minimal cost.